0: Welcome into the eSports Network Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Correa. We talk about anything and everything related to eSports from the latest breaking news and partnerships and sponsorship deals with major organizations and major brands across the country and across the the world, really, to the release of the newest, hottest eSports titles coming soon to PCs and consoles near you. And here to kind of help me talk about the newest title, kind of a resurgence, if you will, for this eSports kind of scene, let's welcome Tommy Wilson, aka Lucid, currently playing for Team Envy's Halo. squad, if you will. Tommy, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate you taking time. I'm sure it's an exciting time for you to kind of get going with with Halo, so uh, thank you again for coming on.
1: Of course. Happy to be here. Happy to do these things.
0: So, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Tommy, you formerly known as as Sand, you previously competed throughout Halo Five events. It's been what six years since Halo Five dropped, so I'm sure Halo Infinite uh, is is going to be a welcome sight for you. Uh, longest, uh, I believe, gap between Halo games in, in quite a long time. So, you joined MV last year, and now you're you're getting ready for the uh, Halo Championship Series HCS and Rally, uh, and now you're on a partner team as well. So, Halo Infinite drops December eighth. And it'll be free to play, so it'll be the best opportunity for anybody to really get into esports on the Halo side of things. So, uh, Tommy, let's talk about you a little bit, right? You joined during that Halo 5, the, the Halo 5 days. What was the main allure, if you will, the draw? What differentiates this game uh, for you that made it kind of such a fun game to play and compete in?
1: Well, I would definitely say for Halo, it just has its own, like, sort of feel, even compared to other FPS's. And, uh, you know, there's FPS's on the market that still kind of feel or play like each other. You know, they have their quirks, but something about Halo, um, I feel like there's very few games that ever really, you know, they may have certain aspects of Halo in their, like, sort of gameplay feedback loop that they have. Um, but I've always just been a diehard Halo fan since the beginning. I've played Halo since I was four years old, and my older brother was handing me a controller just to move around and play. Uh, from the very beginning, so I've always just been a big fan, always played the games, and I always had a soft spot for Halo, so um, getting started with Halo 5 was um, it was a relatively streamlined process. I'm, I'm ready to play the new yeah. Halo 5 six years ago, whenever it was coming out, I was playing a little bit of Destiny at the time, but that was still me as a casual, and uh, I just picked up Halo 5, new Halo on the block, and I just was ready for it, I was, I was happy to play, I had a great time, had a blast, and Kept on practicing, competing, working my way on uh, up the ladder.
0: You know, at first I never understood the allure of Halo. I grew up a PlayStation guy, right? Halo was was mm-hmm. a, my Xbox exclusive, and so this past year, once the Halo Infinite news came out, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should pick up like the the MCC and just kind of play through all the games. I get it. I understand, man. It, it's, it's, it's uh, the Master Chiefs. I'm all about it, man. I'm, a, I'm on board, fully on board. But I mean, so for you, you joined during those Halo 5 days when you first started, uh, competing, right? You started going to these tournaments. You started traveling. Yeah. You, you started to make money. What was the reaction like from your support system? I know you said your, your brother kind of handed you your controller four years old and you you know, what was the reaction between like other family, friends, significant others around your, your sphere of influence?
1: Right. So uh, at the time, because now it's been many years, I was still in high school. Um, I was getting into my junior year, I believe, like the summer of it, whenever I really started to take competing seriously. Um, I was still, I was doing very well in in, uh, in high school in my classes. So it kind of gives me that pass to pretty much do whatever I want, at least with the parents. That's usually how it goes. Like <laughs> As long as you're doing well in school, like you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, within reason, and I was looking for a job during that summer and um, i couldn 't really get one like I was actively searching like applying to a couple places, and they just didn 't get back to me need to be eighteen, need to have experience that kind of stuff and i 'm like a seventeen year old kid just trying to find a summer job, and I was just like, all right, well, in the meantime i 'm just going to i 'm just going to grind halo i 'm just going to get better that 's my goal I just want to be better at this game that I enjoy playing." And so, just kind of made that progression, uh, had that sort of progression up the ladder, like I said, pretty relatively quickly. I um, I already was, like, since I started so young, and I've played so many Halos and other games for so long, like, I've, I'm relatively good at most games I play, and then when I, I really started putting the effort into it, I was able to get really good really quick, and started, you know, finding people on Xbox Live, trying to message me, saying, like, you should find a team, you should try and do this, and then I was just like, all right, I'm going to get started. And then, you know, you, you get the comments from the mom who's, <laughs> like, seeing me inside a lot. It's like, all right, maybe you should go outside. It's like, yeah, I know, but I'm, I, like, I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm just playing this game right now. I'm having a good time. I'm doing this because I want to get better. And it's like, okay, okay. Like, can't really, can't really knock me because I'm still doing fine. And then once the summer's over and I'm still trying to compete and do all that, uh, like, my grades aren't suffering. So it's like, okay, can't really can't really be too upset, I guess, at the time.
0: Hey, he's a smart kid. You can't tell him no, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm still doing fine. Still have, you know, my friends' relationships are doing fine. But I'm still just going hard with competing. And then, online, I start making some money, and it becomes obvious that like, well, I haven't really really been able to get a job. I'm doing fine in school, and now these like weekend tournaments I'm playing, and I'm able to make like a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks every so often. And then the first land comes up, and then we actually placed top ten uh, at our first LAN, me and uh, my amateur team at the time, and that's like we actually placed ninth place, which is you know top eight for Halo is the pro level, and with our first event that was very like obvious, like this is our first event, it's been a quick come up, and I think even in my family we all kind of realized like I I think this is something that I can keep pursuing uh, because there's a good bit more amount of money. Um, start contrast from being an amateur to actually becoming a pro at that level. So, um, and being at the age that I am, going from making no money to, you know, maybe a few hundred bucks, you know, a few thousand dollars if I win or place. Like that's quite a big, big jump. So I had the, I had the support with the family because they could see the, the actual payoff being there for myself. I mean, I had plenty of support the entire time
0: that's I mean, I mean when you see the dollar signs rolling in you're like well you know what this could be something serious this could be something yeah. worthwhile right exactly and so i mean so you now from that first kind of amateur tournament you've now played the game six years uh, competitively if so right i, I think it's six years yeah. but I'm sure. How is how is that kind of grind for you, right? Because you're, you're practicing, competing, traveling, streaming on occasion, and you got to fit all the other, you know, sleeping, eating, uh, time for social life in between all that. Competitively, like, how is this grind? It seems like it's much more than just a full time job. This is like a full lifestyle, if you will. So, how do you how, how do you kind of stave off the burnout and maintain this kind of lifestyle?
1: It very much is, uh, especially with how serious you're taking it. And uh, I still took like it very serious, or like a, it's just like. From the very beginning, with like the setup that I kind of had in my life at the time, like I still had the friends, I still had the family, um, I still had school, and I was doing well in school. And I was also taking, at the time, I was taking very difficult classes when I started competing and initially got in uh, to the professional level. Like I had, I was dual enrolling at high school. I had like three AP classes for Oof. the first two years, so it was very busy. But it all really comes down to scheduling. And it really comes down to just like, having that discipline to like, I need to do this at this point, and I still need to get on and scrim or play matchmaking for like, at least a few hours, or like, try to focus on this aspect of my gameplay and like work on it at least for a few hours today, bare minimum. And the higher you move up on the ladder, like, the more time you really need to dive in and invest. And um, not to really sell myself short, at least, back then, like, two to three years ago, whenever the Halo 5 scene was at least still continuing. Um, like, even then, I didn't put in enough time compared to, like, what I'm putting in now or what I plan on putting in with Infinite due to, I'm kind of going all in now with competing compared to, like, going to school. I decided to like, put school off for the time being. So, that's, even then, with school and the relationships, and, you know, I'm not even seeing family or friends back then as much as I probably could have, Um because I, ne- I like you have to still have to have some sort of compromise like you have to be able to give up sometimes in some areas to then uh, upheld be like your uphold your um, your dedication to getting better with something like this. That's why like there really is no easy way to quantify how much time you need it's like it's just what's necessary like you have to be able to do what's necessary to get better and be better than other people and other teams so it is it's kind of like a uh tug of war in, like how much you can give. And at this point, uh, if you want to be the best, you really need to be able to put in all, like it needs to be a full-time job and then some, like what you are saying, uh, if you really want to be at the top and winning. Um, I was able to get pretty far and close, pretty much right at the top, while still managing many, many other different uh, responsibilities. And now I've tried to cut back on the other responsibilities so I can be a little bit more invested even now. Um, that's even then it's not a guarantee to just okay, now you have less things to worry about, you're gonna now be uh, you know, a world champion. It doesn't just really work out that way. You still have to put in the effort, you have to put in the time, and uh you have to put in the time compared to other people, especially.
0: No, for sure. So you you've had a stored career throughout Halo Five, like I mentioned before. Uh you've seen the up. The down, you know, I remember watching, I think in, in 2019, I was at, at Dreamhack Dallas. I got to see, you know, the HTS final there for Dreamhack, which is awesome. And then, and, and that whole scene was in, 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 enticing to me. But I mean, what, in your opinion, did you see from Halo 5? I mean, if you saw a downfall, if you saw something like uh, maybe a decrease in popularity, what did you see that kind of could have led to that? Or did you think it just kind of happens with any game? You know, six-year game, not much changes, and things kind of take a downturn naturally. What, what do you think happened with Halo 5? In particular with Halo 5 and just the Halo franchise as a, as a whole anyway.
1: It, like, over the years, of course, it's kind of just trickled a little bit there's been waning support for um at least the new developers or i mean it's not really the new developers at this point 343 has now had the game for practically a decade um but their particular games have always been i, I don't know if controversial is really the term but i guess controversial where you know there was some people that really loved them a lot of people that really didn't like them or hated them so they like that type of lack of unity in just the general broad sense of how the game is received is pretty rough on popularity, I think. Because um, like, there's obviously going to be some people who are like, I only play it for campaign, I only play it for the casual play, the customs, or I'm only here for competitive. But when you have like a lot of these different communities, all practically everybody having some little bit of, um, I don't know, there's, there's a waning of interest, or there's just disinterest from everybody in some sort of fashion. Nobody's really being fully catered to because they're kind of spreading themselves thin. I feel like that's the problem they've had for a while. I think with Infinite, at least, it's being, uh, it's been worked on quite a bit. But with Halo 5 in particular, at least in regards to our, our competitive scene that was there, um, kind of touching on that, or re- uh, back to that topic of catering, but not at the same time, mm. spreading themselves thin, uh, Halo 5 had just really poor competitive settings. Yeah. In the grand scheme of like what Halo represented for such a long time, uh, they tried to, they tried to still make it almost more casual and more uh, like the floor, the skill floor was much lower with what was integrated in competitive settings, which a lot of longtime Halo players really did not like. And then even casual players who like most casual players aren't even going to want to touch the competitive, and if they do, they do probably don't play it for long or don't stick around that long typically. Mm-hmm. So they added a lot of settings and a lot of uh, considerations to probably try to reach out to these people, and it just didn't work out. Like like I said, it was like something to maybe keep people a little interested, or like trying to get other new people interested, but it wasn't enough to keep the dedicated people as happy, and the new people that they're trying to get interested just aren't really like buying it. They're not really buying into it for the long term, and that sort of um, split led, I think, to... Uh, uh, that that sort of downturn for the most part, mm-hmm. and uh, lack of interest. I, there's still always been that interest for competitive Halo. It all there always will be, but um, definitely not being as big as it possibly could have been.
0: No, for sure. I mean, I remember the early two thousands. We saw Halo One, Halo Two tournaments. You, you know, we could watch them on what was it G four TV back in the day, and now it's just kind of right. it, it's amazing what a decade can do to not just the game, but I think Halo is one of those timeless. Kind of franchises that can end up making a return like this. So let's talk about Halo Infinite, right? HCS uh, majors are coming back. Halo Infinite's incoming. You've played through the betas, the oh, the test flights, uh, everything compared to Halo Five or any of those that you've played seriously. How do you like it? You know, that's the basic question. How do you like Halo? Halo Infinite is the time to kill too long? Is the melee too strong? Is the movement tech kind of slow? How do you feel about it so far? Based on what little inklings we've got from the flights and betas.
1: So for me, I just the most general answer I can get is I like it. I like it a lot. Mm. Um, now, to dive into the specifics is, um, in general, I think the movement speed is great. I think the pace of the game is great. Um, I feel like they really found that sort of... They found the way to bridge the divide with like what I was talking about in the previous point, mm-hmm. where um, casuals can pick up the game and they can really get into it with... Um, some of the equipment or weapons involved in this game. However, that sort of expression that you can feel, like the the floor is lower, I feel like, than ever before, and the ceiling is even higher hmm. with what can be accomplished. So it kind of gives the the people that are just getting into it, you know, that just... Uh, like nostalgic feeling, just enjoying the baseline experience and then you can kind of feel that there's there's almost something more extra behind these certain weapons and how they can be used or equipment, how they can be used, the movement in general. Um, I can already attest that like the movement and like uh, the certain certain tech skill that you can accomplish right now is already um, I I feel like a lot deeper than even Halo 5 and Halo 5 had quite a bit of it. And I still feel like there's even more, and I think for me and other competitors, like that sort of feeling of like, it feels like there's something more I can figure out and break down, that's very exciting. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to this game. I think there is a lot, There, there's definitely been a lot of work put in to kind of truly satisfy and bring everyone together, whether it's casual or competitive. And it really, I feel like it's hitting the nail on the head at the moment, and... I think they're really setting themselves up for a great return. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, man, me too. I, I got to say, I think the move away from loadouts was the best move they could have made to kind of come back to that arena. You know, you just pick up weapons kind of style, uh, gameplay. Yeah. It's, it's, Awesome! I think it changes so much about the game and kind of brings it back to people who, who played it, uh, you know, previously before Halo Five. So I, I'm I'm happy to hear that a professional likes the game. That it, you know, we're not just being crazy and trying to hype this game up. It's actually a pretty decent game so far, based on the limited, uh, you know, kind of time we've had with it. Um, but I mean, now you kind of had your hands in the game. You're one, you're on one of the nine partnered teams going into an HCS major. Uh, as a player, how do you go about preparing for a game that is yet to be fully released, right? There's a major coming in two months. The game drops uh, a week before that. I mean, what do practices, meetings look like for your squad right now?
1: So right now, and we kind of talked about this a little bit before we got started, but um, it, it, it is very difficult to really prepare for something when no other game really has that feel of this game at the mm-hmm. moment. There's no like one-to-one or near one-to-one comparison, even though, like, Halo is still Halo, like, Halo 5 or Halo 3 or Halo 2 don't really play like Halo Infinite, Mm -hmm. and vice versa. So, like, there's still Halo fundamentals that transcend each game that just still apply, no matter the the Halo game, there are still just fundamentals. Um, So still just playing any Halo, for me right now, it's still Halo 5. Um, I think it it, it keeps those fundamentals in check. Just keeps me warm, keeps me... Uh, keeps my mind going, just to be ready when, you know, Tire hits, hits, the, hits the ground here, so I can just get going. <laughs> like, we can just rev off and just hit it as hard as we can, whenever the game is finally in our hands. So, at the moment, with the team, there's not much we can really do together. Again, not many people are constantly searching or scrimming or anything like that, because it's almost, uh, it would just be almost for nothing, mm-hmm. even though it sounds a little, uh, you know, I don't know how how exactly to put that, but it would not really be a true way to practice. So for us, it's more so just preparing, like mentally preparing, getting ourselves just ready um, to be just ready to kick it in high gear right when it comes.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, December 8th comes, and then December, what, 17th, you have your first, uh, like... high 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 time major it's kind of a short turnaround but i think you know you you've been playing professionally for a while now so it's all your squad get your squad mates so i'm sure you know you guys are well prepared mentally for this and the next two months will probably be the hardest because it's just kind of like counting down the days like all right you know day 36 is left day 35 it's just it's, it's it's hard to kind of stave off that that excitement and and be patient how much behind-the-scenes, like, development were you aware of with this game? Like, I know we got little inklings here and there from general conventions. We had, like, some reports like, oh, Halo Infinite's coming this year. Oh, it's been delayed because of the pandemic. Was there anything about, like, maybe the story that you heard about that you were, like, really excited about? Or what was the the moment before that big Halo Infinite reveal like for you? Uh, For the most part, I mean, I've
1: been hearing for a while, like, Whispers the Grapevine, just hearing little inklings of what was going on. Um, it's all like kind of hearsay type stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, in, pri- in particular, it's still just all news to us, primarily. So, um, once all these videos are rolling out, like today, before um, the, this uh, particular podcast interview, we, I was watching the actual reveal for the competitive settings mm-hmm. that uh, Halo, Fini- Halo Infinite are going to have. And most of those things, like we've heard and seen snippets, like with Quinn Hoyo, he had like retweeted, or not retweeted, he responded to my teammate uh, Trippy on Twitter, I don't know, a month, two months ago, talking about something so small but so significant to a lot of us uh, to the com- in the competitive community, uh, nade hit markers. Mm. So something like that has been in Halo now for about a decade, casual or competitive and they he confirmed to us like yeah nade hit markers they're not going to be in for competitive so even small details like that really gets us excited because it's like this is something that is so small but also is so important and so talked about and has such a large amount of discourse for us as competitive players that even little details like that even though they hadn't officially come out saying these are all the settings he just happened to confirm yeah Yeah. this isn't going to be in which is just that was great to hear and there had been you know, there have been other maybe small snippets of things like that, but that's at least one detail that uh, kind of relayed to me that they're even taking in the considerations for such a small detail. So it really shows me that they're, they're listening to a lot of the feedback because that has been something so small that we've all talked about for so long now um, in the competitive community. No, for sure. So I've just been, once, once like a video like today rolls out and <laughs> like the, it's a BR start, there's no radar, there is no nade hit markers, And they talked about a few of the game types that are in that are very reminiscent of just classic Halo game types uh, like Flag, Slayer, uh, Strongholds now, and Oddball. And um, it it really just, it it seems like we're just all being set up for a great return. And um, they're really listening and taking considerations for a lot of the feedback over the years.
0: Well, man, if you you listen to this podcast, I've always mentioned the the key to success for an esports scene is one, free to play. Halo has that check. Two, developers that listen to the competitive players. The ones who are actually on on the ground, boots on the ground, competing and putting on a show for everybody else out there to enjoy. And it sounds like the the competitive side of of Halo is is doing great things for you guys. And so I'm I'm happy to hear that. But let's talk about that that competitive side. Halo Championship Mm -hmm. Series coming back. Uh, You got nine teams. You're on one of them. I mean, your excitement level. How high, how low is it? I mean how how kinda of like are you are you focused right now? Or are you still kind of that in a in a kinda of that weird kind of anxious excitement phase when Halo returns to this mountaintop for esports?
1: <clears throat> so it's been for me in particular at least it's been very focused. Um I turned to doing like content creation at least in the past like year to two years because even aside from competing, I think that's very important. Um but I've still been, you know, playing ranked, playing in whatever tournaments I could be. Uh, for the time being. I'm very excited, and I think the, t- the feeling of what was supposed to be like a year ago, like the game was supposed to come out a year ago, and then we have to wait, you know, this entire year again mm-hmm. to now reach this game, even though I will say, just as a side note, it's great that they did delay it, because the game looks great now. I feel like it plays great. Um, I'm really happy that they were able to uh, execute on actually per- like enhancing their performance uh, across the board. That's great. Um, but, you know, it- I've almost been waiting for so long now that it it's kind of doled out a little bit but i think once the time like once we get a little bit closer and like we've gotten our hands on it now like i'm getting more and more excited the closer we're getting and um i i I really just cannot wait i, I really can't because i know it's going to be very explosive for all of us not just myself but every team every player included as long as we're all on top of our game on top of the content on top of you know, being serious, which uh, so many more people are now more serious than ever, especially on the competitive end. Um, I think we all have a great future with Halo Infinite.
0: Ah, that's awesome. That's great to hear. I mean, in the meantime, though, like what have you kind of been doing to kind of keep yourself focused Keep the, the fingers mechanically warmed, the vocal cords ready to spout trash talk. What have you been ready to like kind of preparing yourself to do? Just kind of just been grinding through some games or just mostly just like watching flights. What have you personally been doing to keep yourself kind of focused on, on this upcoming you know release date?
1: Right. So it's primarily still just been uh, hands on just playing Halo. Uh, like I said earlier, just playing more and more and more uh, as much as I can. As much as I can really handle at this point, because, um, as a tangent, I've played nearly 5,000 hours of Halo 5. (laughs) Like, a disgusting amount. Now, not all of that is, you know, purely in-game time, but it's close to it. So, I can really only play so much of this game when, you know, people have now gotten their hands on the new Halo, we're all waiting, it's two months out. I feel like... it's kind of funny because you'd almost think like oh we played the new halo all right i'm excited for halo again let's hop on the older halos and like just play more halo so that we can be ready for the new one well i almost think it's kind of been like a counteractive <laughs> uh experience where a lot of people are like man i don't really want to play the older halos right now uh i'm gonna wait i just want to play the new halo which i can't i really cannot blame other people for feeling that way that just seems to kind of be my experience where not as many uh I guess sweaty or competitive players are really hopping on as consistently as they were for a little while, even while there wasn't much to go like go off of in terms of just like you know getting closer to this release date and these details that we have now. Um, but I've still just been, like I said, just moving the fingers, playing the games as much as I can, uh, streaming, content creation—all that's just been on the uh, on the plate for me for a while.
0: It's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. So, Tommy, I, I got this this special question coming in for you. What are your hopes and dreams, man? I'm sorry, what are your hopes and dreams for the HCS, I should say? (laughs) Right. Um,
1: For the HCS, I I just want to see growth. I just want to see that, like, I just want to see the passion. I want to see what I see in other games like CSGO and, like, even in Valorant. Like, I want to see that type of level of engagement, that hype, that just raw passion for Halo. I want to see that for us. And um, at least with what I've seen with a lot of the... Um, details in regards to like free to play, like you talked about earlier, um, the barrier to entry with uh, at least tournaments you can play on console or PC, and then like uh, it, there there's open format for these tournaments as well. Like the, the participation should be at an all time high, and I just want to see I just want to see those hype. Levels. I just want to. I know Halo can reach it. I know we have the talent. I know there's myself included. Um, like, we all are putting in a serious amount of time and effort um, more than ever, I think. And I, I just hope people can actually, you know, connect with that, realize that, and then they want to also pursue it as well and uh, be involved with it.
0: Man, that's good stuff right there, man. I, I, I just I hope everybody can see that as well because it's just free to play just elevates the game to so many other people. Like you said, lower bar- barrier to entry. It's awesome. And so, I mean, Let's talk about the squad that you guys have right now on, on hand, right? You guys signed on with Envy October of last year. It's, it's been a, a year for you guys since you signed on with Envy. Uh, this this would go around, I should say. Right. Um, out of your four man squad, I mean, what makes competing a, with them uh, a blast? You know, I know you you added Swift Kill as a coach uh, this past, I want to say September or so, you, you added Swift Kill. Mm-hmm. And then what makes competing with this team a blast to kind of uh, make it fun again to play Halo?
1: Right. Well, I would definitely say it's just like the, the rapport we have amongst uh, most of us, three of us on the, out of the four at the moment. Um, it's myself, Pistola, Trippy, and APG. Mm. And I've been teaming with Pistola and Trippy for quite a long time. Trippy mm. actually was my original like, duo uh, with that first event I told you about that I ever went to. Wow. He, was, he and I were on that team together. And we've had... Um, you know, like he's been on one team while I was on another for some small or short periods of time um, throughout the past like six years. But for the most part, a large portion of um, the teams that we've been on have been together. And then Pistola, um, I've been teaming with uh, with Ola since the end of 2018, and that was actually when we originally signed to MV at the time, way back then.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for the time being, during the end of H5, and. We just have that sort of synergy. We have that, like, friendship. We have that just synergy in, in general that allows us to just be comfortable with one another uh, in many different ways, in and out of game. With APG as well, adding him to the roster, like, he's just a great guy. He's down to earth, and he's, he's just ready to grind. And he, I, th- I feel like he just fits in with three of us so well. So I feel like all four of us just really... Um, we, we really do just have that, like, in unison type of feel. And I, I feel like I, I just can't wait to... Hop in scrums daily, and just put our heads down and get to work, and actually start, you know, working on these, uh, breaking these things down for our team to just keep getting better.
0: Man, I can I can feel the excitement for you, man. It's it's oozing off you, man. It's 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 almost it's gross how sweaty you are with this this excitement right now, man. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I asked you a bunch of questions, man. I got one last one for you. I mean, for a long time, you weren't known as Lucid. You were, you were known as, as San, you know, the One San, the Super San, etc. All these monikers relating to, of course, the Dragon Ball Z race. Uh, in right. July, you kind of made the decision to go with a more original name in Lucid. And also, you kind of did it as a kind of cleansing before Infinite Releases. Did you have any problems with that original Saiyan moniker when it came to branding? And what did the process of choosing a new name look like for you, one that will stick with you for the foreseeable future?
1: Right. So with, um, <coughs> with the name Saiyan, I never particularly um, at the moment had any problems. I think Halo hasn't been crazy in terms of uh, its exposure anyway. And then me as an individual for like streaming content, I've still been like just kind of starting out this past like year or two years with the streaming and like YouTube content. I'm not like some crazy big name using their uh, copyrighted material. However, um, it's more so just like the forethought, the thinking ahead of what I would like to accomplish. Like I would like, I would hope to see myself and just our scene get big enough that like we're staple esports like household names. And um, having that sort of alias tied to copyrighted material in my mind is just, it's just not a good business move. That's primarily why this happened, is like, I want to have this alias that I am known for, and it's like, it's me. I'm associated with Halo, and like, I'm a Halo player, I'm a content creator, and like, practically nothing else. Like, I am just Lucid. Or, you know, at the time, I didn't know that was the name, but (laughs) like, before I came to this name, I just want, I don't want to have that chance and if I, you know, branch into br- like other type of branding, but like uh, merchandise, things like that, like I-, I would find it probably harder to um, maybe make. Like I could definitely make content and merchandise not around, you know, Dragon Ball Z or the Saiyan name, but it's like it's still going to be a part of me no matter what. Mm. So it, I would find it harder to kind of work around that. I think so. I was just like, Halo should realistically with the right setup and the right process that should be coming be growing at a crazy rate and if i become lucid if i become this new alias and like adopt this new name then it should be much easier to kind of work around it uh in the long term so that's that's definitely where my mind came to and with coming to the name lucid it just took some brainstorming sessions it I didn't really think about it too hard for a little while. I kind of had the idea that I wanted to make the change. I was just kind of bringing it up to my chat, to my team. Like I think I kind of want to do it. I think it might be a good idea. And like you know, I've already had the conversations about like, oh, is it already affecting you? Well, not really, but I, I think it could very well affect me. And I, I just kind of want to maybe, like you said, have that cleanse. Like you said, like I, I think it would just be good to have my own originality to it, rather than still having like that sort of association. Like I want to just be me. As what I am and as far as I can tell I haven't seen any other alias or player from any other game have this one so I was just like like I said just took a few brainstorming sessions I thought the name sounded relatively clean sounded like it's like to the point and I liked it I liked the. I didn't even really look up the definition beforehand even though I kind of like have heard the word and I've used the word before but I didn't really like think about it that hard I was like this just sounds pretty good and um, I got pretty. I got a pretty good reception from it when I was talking to people about it. I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna finally commit to it.
0: Man, that's it's a good name. I'll give you that. Man, it's better than than my in-game name. My in-game name was just my last name with some numbers tacked on at the end. So it's just like, well, great. That's that's awesome. But I mean, I, one prior, one last point, just really quick. Because I know we're running short on time here. Can you speak to the importance? of an in-game name right it's our own kind of virtual identity why don't most people use their given names and why use these nicknames in a professional competition to this day I mean, esports is not exactly young but it's, it's still up and coming but we still use you know a, a lot of these nicknames these in-game names as our mm-hmm. professional names to kind of be shouted at on, on on stage on stream wherever why is that why is that the case you think
1: right i um personally i, I do think it it it's not the exact same and like, how we're talking about how it's still in its infancy, but it is similar in a a sense for, like, bands or artists or people of, like, varying, you know, um, artistic um, prowess. Like, they, they have this sort of association that's different than just who they are as an individual, like, who they're born as with their name. And I think that sort of association is something, like, even though it's still me, like, even though I'm lucid, I am Tommy Wilson, that's my name, but it's, like, that separation, I think, is still kind of special. It kind of just has that different feel to it um, when you can shout it out, or like you just kind of know them as who they are. It, it, there's something special. It's hard to really explain, uh, even in my mind. Like I can't really break it down to the... Most perfect extent, but I do think there is just a certain a certain special um, feeling when you just kind of like, oh, that's Lucid or that's Pistola, like that is who he is. Like the the name that means like nothing. It's not even who you were is now means something, and it's unique. It is what it is because like you made it what it what, like what it is, and I think that kind of gives it that sort of special feeling rather than. Like there, there, still is plenty of people that have their names, uh, even as like their own, mm. their own alias, their own gamer tags, and like that's still that's still fine for what it is. And there's still plenty of people that are very popular and very well known and very special, even though they use their own uh, name, like their own given name as it is, and that's still fine as it is. In general, though, I do think like that, you know, that that creation in a sense, albeit very small and not like always present, but it's like. That sort of minor creation to have that be given some sort of purpose or like special feeling is. Very interesting.
0: No, for sure. I figured I, I, I'd ask because I, I don't think I ever had the chance to talk to somebody who, who changed their professional name in the middle of their career. So I, 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 I find that kind of fascinating and interesting that we can talk about that. But I'm sure you know, come December, January, February, we'll have uh, Lucid Halo jerseys on sale at the Envy Store. You know, Envy.gg. Shameless plug right, right. there <laughs> at Envy on Twitter. But uh, man, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I asked a bunch of nonsense questions, and he answered them like like a like, like a Master Chief would, you know, just kind of straight faced, straight laced, good to go. Let's, let's answer these questions. We're, we're done here. But I mean, you, you knocked him out of the park. Uh, so I can't thank you enough for coming on the show, man. Again, at Lucid underscore TW on Twitter and social medias, uh, Twitch TV, uh, Lucid with two eyes underscore TW, I believe. Yeah. All right. So Lucid, Tommy, whoever you are. Thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. And of course, best of luck come December. I hope you enjoy the game. I hope you enjoy the competitions and best of luck. Of course, hope you win some games, right?
1: Of course, that is the end goal. And I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the talk. I love having these uh, conversations and just getting to branch out and talk to some new people.
0: For sure, because you won't have that time coming up in December. So uh, have have fun, come uh, uh, and rally at North Carolina. So that's Tommy Lucid Wilson, of course, Envy Halo, and I'm Kevin Correa right here on the Esports Network Podcast. Yeah.